What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Boxing Club Podcast. I am yours truly, Big Chubbs. Alongside, by myself, shout out to my boy, Lou Almighty. He's uh, out on a business trip. But ladies and gentlemen, we have a special guest with us tonight. We have a really dope-ass guest. Um, he's a professional. 4-0? Oh, 2-0. 2-0. 2-0. Two knockouts? Two knockouts. Soon to be three. Soon to be three. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome your boy, the butcher, Tayden. Beltran is in the house. What's up, big dog? What's happening, man? Thanks for having me on the podcast. How you brother. doing, bro? I'm doing great. You know, just uh, training hard right now. Have a fight coming up. Yeah, I heard. I heard. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, you got to, you going out the country. Yeah, going out You're the country. Do some things with <laughs> in the desert. Yeah, definitely, man. Yeah, why don't you tell everybody where you're going, bro? I'm gonna be, uh, I'm gonna be heading uh, to Dubai. Oh, yeah. hey, is there any chance, by any fucking chance, that you can put me in your luggage? Yo, man, you might gonna, have to pay excessive weight. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna make it happen. Carry on, maybe. You, might, you know what I mean? See. You might have to pay a little bit of excessive weight, bro. But I cover it. <laughs> there you go. I just, I just can't get a passport right now for. A couple more months, but you know, I mean, we'll be all right. What's up, big dog? How you doing? Welcome to the podcast, man. I'm we're, doing good, man. We're happy to have you. Uh, happy to be on. We're we're excited to to know your story, mm-hmm. to get to to get to know you. Mm-hmm. Right here, here on our podcast, we we dig into to you. Mm-hmm. We want the people to know who you are as a person. You know, you everybody knows your accolades. They read you on Box Rec, and that's all they see. Mm-hmm. Our, our point is for people to get to know you mm-hmm. as a person. So so why don't you start it off by, um, you know, telling us where you're from, where you grew up at, little things like that. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, you know, I grew up in uh, Huntington Beach, California. Oh, see, what's up, Orange OC, County? Yeah, Orange County. I grew up in uh, Huntington Beach and uh, did a lot. I actually grew up in Orange County my whole life, Yeah. you know. And uh, that's basically where I grew up, started boxing now. I started boxing in Westminster. Moved to Garden Grove, Santa Ana, and then uh, yeah, finally made my way out here. So, you were um, at what age did you start? I started boxing at um, I started boxing at nine years old. I didn't have my first amateur competition until I was fourteen. Damn. Okay. Yeah. So took me a little bit to get started. How long were you in the amateurs? I was in the amateurs from uh, fourteen to I believe twenty. Okay. So Mm -hmm. and that's that's a good little. Yeah, you have a good little record. What's your What's your career like in the amateurs? My career in the amateurs was not great at all. Really? Um, no, it was not. And, uh, I just I'll lose a lot of fights. But um, to be honest with you, I'm I'm grateful for the losses that yeah I, I got. They're learning experiences, right? Definitely, hundred percent. So they're not. They're I I wouldn't say they're losses. Mm-hmm. They're more like gains. Hundred percent. Right? Because because you gain experience. Mm-hmm. Because you you gain knowledge about yourself mm-hmm. and you get to know who you are as yourself as an individual, right? Definitely. 100%. So it, it just really depends on what side of the coin you, you look at. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, fuck, like this fool sucks. Look at all his fucking L's. But then you become a pro mm-hmm. and look, look, you know what I mean? No, definitely. Although, like, you're, yeah, you're, you have two fights, but mm-hmm. you're undefeated. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So No, definitely. So it just, it just really depends on how you look at it. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, I, um, I definitely have gone a majority of my boxing career as far as amateur and pro um, being doubted on and hated on. Right. Um, Still am today. Um, But 
if acquiring all those le- uh, losses or learning experience right. gains has taught me one thing is that I really want to do this shit. Because I'm talking about, oh, there was a moment where I lost five fights in a row as an amateur. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, what was that feeling like, bro? I I want you to kind of, like, explain to the Mm. people, you know, the the feeling of of going through that adversity Mm -hmm. of loss after L, L, right? Mm -hmm. What what was it that made you keep going, that made you not want to stop? You know, um... And I gotta be completely honest. There was a point where I did stop boxing for a little bit. Oh, really? Uh huh. When I turned 18, right when I graduated high school, um, I for some reason, I I, th- I think I lost a fight, and I just was like, you know, I I don't think this is for me. I don't believe it anymore. And at the time, I had a coach that, um, was in some ways toxic. So, and I'm not putting anything on him. It was my decision at the end of the day. Mm. But that also kind of leaned me into more wanting to quit as well. Right. And so I thought I wanted to be a firefighter for a little bit. Um, It turns out that was not for me at all. All I could think about was boxing. And um, I think that all those losses, you know, there was a time where I lost five fights in a row. And I really just got to thank my parents, man. My parents just kept me kept me going and telling me how much they believe in me and how 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 their support system was. I think definitely allowed me to keep pushing and and, and keep going over my adversity. Yeah, it. see, I think it's very important for us to have a, a strong, um, supportive, a strong. How do you say that shit? A, a support system, mm-hmm. right? Definitely. Because and and you also have to be careful who who's in your circle. 100%. Right. So, like you said, you know, not for anything, right, but your coach was toxic. Mm-hmm. So, maybe that shit was reflecting on how you were fighting. I, I definitely believe so. Yeah, because I'm, I'm very big on energy, bro. 100%. It's, it's I am, too. fucking comedy because uh-huh. uh, we had a, a, a couple episodes ago, we interviewed the homie um, Jesse Martinez, El Mago, okay. out of Outlaws Boxing. And we were talking about like energy and shit, mm. and Louis was like, "What the fuck? Like, what is that?" Yeah, because I I do believe in energy from crystals mm. and stuff like that, right? <clears throat> I actually have one on me right now. No way! Pocket. Yeah, fuck I put my, yeah, bro! I put my intentions into it. Hell, oh. fucking yeah! You see that <laughs> shit, bro? That shit is the truth. I'm I'm kidding. I'm not lying. No, yeah, definitely. For the first ten episodes, bro, I had one mm. in my pocket. Yeah. For the first ten, mm-hmm. I had one on my laptop. And I had one in my pocket. Mm. Uh, I didn't bring one today because I was in a hurry. (laughs) (laughs) But I I usually have a crystal on me Mm. every single time just to generate the positive energy. Mm -hmm. You know, take and receive Mm -hmm. positive energy. Most definitely. You know, um, like the story I was telling you earlier, Mm -hmm. all I want to do is be around positive people Mm -hmm. because I've been around such negativity for a long, long time. So that's why... I, I took that in. I believe mm. it, bro. And I, I, to me, it's it's dope. I love it. It's so it's so funny that you mentioned that because, um, and I'm talking throughout a majority of my boxing, it's been around people who were very negative towards me. Nobody believed that I was gonna make it except my family That's and a crazy. few friends. And so it's it's definitely the energy that I surround myself well with now has been so 
unbelievably positive that's that it's made in an entire and that reflects that reflects on you right mm -hmm. on how you perform on how you train Definitely. on how you put the work mm -hmm. in so fuck yeah bro like i i'm a huge advocate for that shit i i believe it i and i tell people like if you don't believe it, you should try it because yeah, definitely. this shit is fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? hundred percent. But uh, that's dope, bro. That's dope. So from Orange County, mm -hmm. you ended up in Long Beach, right? Yeah, I was at Long. I was. Was in that Long your Beach. first gym, or? You know what's you know what's actually funny is it actually kind of went full circle for a minute. Um, I when I first started boxing, I boxed. I'll take it back. I lied earlier. Sorry. I, I, <laughs> I talked uh i started at uh at, it was now jackrabbits boxing before it was long beach boxing and fitness so i started there for a few years then i went to grandpa's but i guess i did initially start my boxing in long beach okay i stopped and then that's where my list last gym was at i was there for a, a short little run but then uh we're here now in upland so how, how'd you get here, bro? How, how'd you end up in Upland from, from Long Beach? Man, so... That's, uh, that's, that's, that's a far away, It's dog. definitely a far away. It's definitely a far away. Um, my uh, my trainer here, uh, Trevor Sombrano, he, uh, you know, we we ended up uh, leaving uh, Jackrabbit Boxing. And then um, we... I don't know who had contact with Cam. I think it was probably Lawrence, who who's known Cam. and uh, But I'm not sure, but... We ended up getting in contact with her somehow, and we were grateful enough for her to open up the gym here and uh, doors to us for us to train, and that's how we got started over here. So your your trainer is Trevor Sobrano, yes. right? Mm -hmm. Why don't you talk to us about him a little bit? Like, how did you guys how did you guys click up, or how did you guys meet? Was that did you guys meet at? Yeah, the we met at a we met at Jackrabbit, and um, I didn't know this, but he uh, he told me when I when I first met him in person because mm -hmm. we followed each other on social media for a little bit. Um, he told me he was watching my amateur career for the past two years when I met him. And so um, I thought it was pretty interesting. You know, I didn't really think people were looking at me like that at the time. And um, honestly, man, I, I, Trevor has helped me improve my game a lot, helping me think more. And um, it's just a very positive energy to be around. You know, I remember, the first, uh, I remember the first bad sparring I had with him. I was pissed off. I used to get so mad. Really? I still do sometimes trying to work on it. <laughs> I, remember, I remember I got mad and I have this pissed off look on my face in the corner. And he, he for the whole minute rest, he, he forced me to smile the whole time. What the fuck? Yeah, he was like, smile. <laughs> and I was like, That's I'm not, dope. I was like, I'm not smiling. He's like, smile, motherfucker, smile. So I'm sitting there like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> swear to God. And <laughs> I remember nice. he told me, he said, who's going to box the shit out of this guy the next round? I said me, and I went there, went in there, and that's exactly what happened. Really, and so it's just, uh, it's really good to be with a coach that believes in me a hundred percent because I believe in myself a hundred percent all the way to the yeah, marrow of sure. my bones. So to have somebody like that who also believes in me as much as I believe in me is uh, is a great thing to have in a training camp. I haven't met him yet, dog, but but uh, I can't yeah. wait to meet him because I heard a bunch of good shit about him. Yeah, too. he's a great dude, really smart. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. very he's very positive too. Mm -hmm. He's very intelligent. So definitely. Uh, what's up, Trevor? <laughs> jump on, bro. You're next. <laughs> so, uh, how were you growing up as a kid, though? You know, man, I uh, I was a very unconfident, small, and uh, kind of a weak kid, man. To be honest, I got picked on a lot. No confidence. Um, 
That was about it, man. Very shy. You, you know what's crazy though that a lot of a lot of fighters that we've interviewed mm-hmm. have been picked on and bullied mm-hmm. as kids. Yeah. I think it's fucking crazy mm-hmm. what these bullies create, right? Mm-hmm. Because if it wasn't for bullies, like I, I'm not condoling no fucking bullies, right? I hate bullies. I used to fuck bullies up, bro. Yeah. I used to bully bullies, mm-hmm. right? When we jump off, I'll tell you a crazy story. <laughs> but it's crazy, bro, because they're such assholes mm-hmm. and they make kids feel like shit. Mm-hmm. And then it makes them want to defend themselves. Some mm. go crazy, bro, and fucking shoot people. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. And be, and that's the honest truth. Dude. Yeah, it's, no, definitely. It, it's it's sad to say, mm-hmm. but bullies fucking create aggressive people. Most definitely, right? Because I'm fortunate enough to not have been picked on, mm. right? So I don't know what that feels like. Mm. So can you just a little dab of of what it felt like, bro, to to get bullied? Man, it's just. And just so we can tell these motherfuckers, bro, people need to raise their kids right mm-hmm. to have respect, to treat everybody with love and kind. Like we need to spread more love and positivity in the, sure. in, the in the world, bro. Not just, you know, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. where you're from, what color you are. Like love, bro, love, mm-hmm. respect will take you a long, long way. And I, you know, tell me. Tell me what you want. I don't care. Like, I may sound like a pussy or yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah. But I don't give a fuck, bro. You have to be tough. You have to be mm. respectful. And you have to fucking love people, bro. No, most At definitely. the end of the day. Yeah. So can you kind of, like, like how did that feel, bro? Man, I... If you want to talk about no, it. No, no, yeah. It's not, it, it's no, cool. it's not that. I just... Uh, it's just kind of... That's a, that's a very good question. And a question I have not asked myself. I don't think ever. It just was something I felt at the moment. But just from the way I viewed myself when I look at pictures or remember who I was, mm-hmm. probably felt, you know, worthless, um, dumb and, and weak, man. That's probably how I felt a majority of of my upbringing growing up. Fuck, you know? that shit must be hard, bro. You know, man, it was uh, it was it was pretty tough. You know, obviously, you know, people have gone through worse, you know, but I mean, for me, it was it was tough and like uh it was definitely it was definitely a hard thing to to grow up with and it was definitely hard to get my confidence and stuff going yeah. and um uh, for a while it it really caused me a lot of anxieties and depression that i was dealing with a majority of my childhood that i never got taken care of and mm. i carried it on with me for a little bit into my my 20s and then finally i i just kind of realized the kind of asshole I have become and so decided to work on that so it's kind of interesting because I went to boxing right to 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 avoid the trauma right my personal trauma to let out all the aggression right exactly but I never worked on what was fucking me up in the first place Mm -hmm. and so once I started you know working on my mental health going to therapy and doing other things to better myself mentally yeah. It started helping me as a as a person and as a boxer as well. Mm. And I, and I think that mental health, bro, it's 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 very important for for individuals. 100%. You know what I mean? Like I I think everybody goes through shit in life mm-hmm. where at some point or another like you have to start looking out for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you have to really sit back, take yourself outside the box and just be like, "Okay, how can I fix myself? Yeah. What do I need?" 
And a lot of people are scared to reach out for help. Mm-hmm. They're embarrassed. Definitely. You know, so all you people out there, man, like if you're going through some shit, hey, you're not the only one. You're not the only one. Everybody goes through shit. So just fucking seek out, re- seek for help. You know, somebody's always there to look out for somebody. You know what I mean? Most definitely. And so you talked about depression. Mm-hmm. And I hate to be all like, no, all, no, all bad, but no. <clears throat> how, how, how was that? Um, how were you able to come out of depression? Because, because I was depressed for a very mm-hmm. long time too, and uh, luckily, bro, my kids were my crutch mm-hmm. to to help me get out. Um, coaching baseball, mm-hmm. having my kids go out and play, like those are the small things that helped me to come out of my depression. Mm-hmm. What are what are things that helped you? Uh, you know, therapy, um, doing exercises to take care of my mental health, and boxing. Yeah. When I, I noticed my depression got really bad is when I stopped boxing really? for about a year, year and a half. That's when I when it got really bad. And the worst part was I wouldn't talk to anybody about it. I would just bottle it up inside. Right. It was always a big problem for me. So um, boxing man saved my life 100%. But you can't box when you're pissed off, right? You know, uh, at one point I couldn't. Now I can. But I don't show it, if that makes sense. Because... Th- when you're angry, it takes you off mm. your game plan. Am I am I correct or? It it definitely depends. Um, I uh, I'm working more now on the anger is still there, the being mad is still there, but for me, I recognize it. I recognize I'm mad, and I I use it as an advantage, but still trying to think coherently. So I don't get caught with something stupid. Right. You know, I know I'm mad. You know, I get caught with the shot. I'm not going to get mad and want to hit him right away. In my head, I'm thinking, all right, he caught me. Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. I'm still pissed about it. Right. But I'm going to set this shit up and I'm going to hurt you for, for getting that shot off me. Hell yeah. yeah. So, nah, bro, I, I just, I, I, I think it's dope. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and thank you for, for expressing mm-hmm. and, and telling us your story. You know, um, not a lot of people would or, or mm. are kind of embarrassed or, mm. you know what I mean? But um, I feel like it's dope, bro, that, you know, you're just letting everybody know who you are. No, definitely. I you appreciate know what I mean? you. So, all right, now to a little bit more positive, right? Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? Um, so I have a question for you, Big Dog. Ask what? How did you go from the heat to the butcher? The heat to the butcher. You know what's funny is... Um, my buddy, shout out Avery. There's this song called by a, a German band called Rammstein. Oh, I love that band, Duast. Yeah, yeah. So Duast. They, they have, <laughs> <laughs> so they have a song. Shit. They have a song, Mein Tiel. Mein Tiel. Hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. But um, it's German, bro. So I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, it's he told me it's about um some type of butcher, and I remember he told me he was like. You know, you should walk out to a fight one day in a, in a butcher outfit. And so I was on the phone with Trevor, and I told him when we found out the fight for Dubai, I was like, hey, you know, I want to walk out in a butcher outfit. What the fuck? And then I said, I think that'd be the coldest shit. And he said, like, I'd be cold, taking the butcher Beltran. And at this time, I was the heat. He just said that, and I was like, holy shit. It I sounds kinda, pretty fucking it scary, sounds bro. <laughs> I'm like, the what? The what? <laughs> Fuck, no, I ain't fighting that guy. <laughs> so I was like, man, I think I think we need to retire the heat. It needs to be the butcher. So, oh, yeah. But that, why'd you name yourself the heat, though? 
Don't tell me because you were hot, bro. Cause nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it was a it was a nickname my my old coach had come up with. Um, I was still in transition of being a, a firefighter and boxing. Mm. And oh, I want to talk about that too. Oh yeah, no problem. And uh, you know, for I can't remember why, but we we both came up with the heat. Yeah. And then it kind of just it kind of just stayed with me for a little bit. But the butcher man, it just has a nice, a nice roll to it. I really like Bro, it. Bro, that shit's intimidating as fuck. I ain't gonna <laughs> lie. Like, are you gonna box me or butcher me? <laughs> shit. So you're talking about uh firefighting and shit, uh-huh. right? Um, what made you go that route? What made you think about being a firefighter or mm-hmm. or don't tell me you wanna be a firefighter fucking thunder from down under type of shit, right? Hey man, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Whatever pays. Uh <laughs> Nah, you know, um, my father was a firefighter for LAFD, and uh, he's an inspector now, uh, mm. same department. Um, and uh, you know, I just, I uh, just was kind of in high school. I was like, you know, like what are some career options I can go right. go with? For some reason, I had a plan B. Why I don't know, but I did at the time. Mm. And um, everybody does, though. Yeah, and then uh, I just. Um, I just kind of thought being a firefighter would be cool. It seemed like something I wanted to do or thought I had wanted to do. And so um, I was in taking the classes, EMT class. I was actually part of a uh, wildland firefighter crew. It was a volunteer wildland firefighter crew. Aren't those uh, for for inmates, prison inmates? Uh, they do have a program for prison inmates, but it's not just limited to prison inmates. Oh, okay. So, but it's the same. It's the same work. Um, they're doing. The, they were doing the same things that. I was doing on the volunteer crew. Oh, okay. So, mm-hmm. And that shit was heavy, right? Did you ever do those heavy ass fires like a couple years ago? I never did anything crazy. The biggest fire I was on was the Griffith Observatory. Oh, um, that, was, that was a couple years ago. Yeah, it was a couple years ago. Um, that was the biggest one, but I didn't really see any crazy flames or anything. It wasn't. It wasn't as I anticipated it to be. One of my homies got on fire. Oh, really? Yeah, out here in the San Bernardino Mountains. Oh, okay. He uh, man, he was an inmate. Oh, okay, got you, dude. <laughs> they, honestly, man, those they, they, they get they they, they get, get yeah, they work. Fuck, that's yeah, fucked up, yeah. They work, they, they work. They treat I'm, those guys so bad, bro. Uh-huh. That's fucked up. But uh, well, I'm glad you didn't become a fire. Well, fuck, is that I'm, is that I'm a glad, good thing to say? I, I think it's a great thing, man. I'm I'm very glad I did not. So what your pop say, like? You know, I want you to be a fireman. Nah, man. My dad, uh, I th- he was actually bummed when I stopped boxing. Really? So, yeah, he was bummed when I stopped boxing. Um, and then when I came back to it, he was excited. When I came back fully, I told him, I was like, I don't want to do nothing else. I just want to box. Like, I need to chase this thing all the way. So I, 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 I left the volunteer crew I was at, um, and I just started boxing, man. That's when you talk about like that full support system, right? A hundred percent, man. Yeah. Shout out to you, pops. Shout out to you, pops, and mom, sister. Yeah. Shout out to all you guys (laughs) for being a strong support system for the butcher. (laughs) Hey, your mom didn't trip about your name, bro. Like, nah, she loved it, man. Yeah, she loved it. It's so funny. You know, it's it's so funny because people always ask me like, "What's your mom think about it?" And they think that the answer's gonna be like, "Oh, she hates it a lot." Yeah, she loves it. No, she She loves it. If if I have a fight, she doesn't want anyone over. She's watching the fight just by herself. That's dope. Yeah, so. I have, a, I have a great support system, man. Very fortunate. That shit is badass, bro. Mm-hmm. That shit is dope. It's very rare, too. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised how a lot of people are like, oh, don't do that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, but that's fucking, 
That's pretty fucking dope. Man. I have... Are you ready for Dubai? I'm more than ready. I can go tomorrow if I want to. Yeah, I'm ready. I see your your Instagram, bro. Mm -hmm. And you got some fucking... Some witty workouts, dog. Like, <laughs> thank you, man. I'm like, fuck this motherfucker's about to fuck somebody up for sure, <laughs> for sure, for sure. Appreciate it, man. Um, well, real quick, bro, I'm gonna jump into a little segment mm-hmm. that we like to do here on the Boxing Club podcast. It's called Twelve Rounds of Verses. Okay. I'm gonna give you two options. Uh-huh. You're gonna pick this or that. Okay. You can't pass. All right. All right. You ready? Uh huh. Round one. All right. What's up? Wings or tacos? Wings. What? Yeah. You guys heard that? Sorry, everybody. A lot of people, honestly, my family going to be surprised that I, I answered wings. But I have had a new fascination for wings. You guys, he is the first. Man. The first. The first. Wings are 23 and 1. Man. I'm telling you, bro. Wings are just it's amazing. I just love the, the habanero. Uh, spicy. Oh man. Okay, hold best. on. I'm, I'm, we're gonna restart the shit. <laughs> Can you please tell us your ethnicity, bro? Oh man, <laughs> I'm a uh, Mexican, white, and Chinese. And you fucking chose wings. I know. I know, oh, man. <laughs> fuck, bro. That shit hurt. I'm sorry, man. This is the, this is the white in me. Oh man. Oh, so you're Mexican and what else? Mexican, uh, German, and uh, Chinese. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna blame it on the German side. fuck hey lou you missed it big dog wings finally got one wow (laughs) fucking 24 episodes in i was the first one huh? first one god damn it you're gonna be remembered on here forever there we go man (laughs) that's an impression uh netflix and chill or turn up netflix and chill man hell yeah cabin or a penthouse cabin hmm I would think other. Really? Yeah. Uh, sunrise or sunset? Sunrise. Why? This is the start of a new day. Fuck, everybody answers the same shit. Oh, uh, man, I'm not original. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. Everybody no, loves yeah. to wake up early in the morning mm-hmm. and get their day started. No, definitely. You know what I mean? It's, it's another blessing. Mm-hmm. It's another day. Jump rope or run? Jump rope. Really? Mm-hmm. I fucking hate jump rope. I hate running, man. I hate running, too. I'll do it. I'll do it, but I hate it. <laughs> Tupac or Biggie? Biggie. That was quick. Yeah. Big E4, Biggie fan. E-40 or Too Short? You know, I never really listened to E-40, so I'm going to go Too Short. Too Short, huh? iPhone or Android? iPhone. Lakers, Clippers? Lakers. You better say that. This interview would have been over. Dodgers or Angels? Dodgers, man. Okay. Huge Dodger fan. Beach or hiking? Beach. This is the last one. All right. You ready? Boxing Club Podcast? <laughs> or Against the Ropes Podcast? Man, I got to go neutral on this one, man. <laughs> I got to go neutral. Nah, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> Shout out to the, the boys from Against the Ropes, dog. Like, ain't no way I'm just fucking around. <laughs> nah, bro, but um, so tell us your purpose mm. behind boxing. You know, I know, I know you're a, you're a heavy advocate for, mm-hmm. for autism. Definitely. Um, why don't you give our listeners a, a, a little bit of background 
um, or, or what you know about autism. Mm -hmm. I know because you believe in the puzzle, right? Uh, I, yeah, no, definitely. Right. And uh, so autism is a developmental um, disorder. Uh, it can be it's multiple kinds or a variety. It's of not just one, right? It's, it's not just it's, a variety right. of mm -hmm. severities. It comes to social interaction skills, communication, um, certain patterns, stuff like that. So my goal um, is to more teach the youth, um, and it not just limited to autism, but right. all disabilities mm -hmm. in general, how to to interact and um, how to treat some of these kids who are who are going through these things. Mm -hmm. Because, and I've said it before, you, you can't hold a young kid accountable for how he reacts to someone who's who's different. Right. But you can hold accountable um, people who are older and like to make fun of or um, out people who are different. And my goal is just teach the youth um, that there are kids like this. There's nothing wrong with them. They're all beautiful in their in their own way, just like all of us are. And and just to to make their their lives and journey a little uh, or a lot easier. So that's that's my main goal with it. So what what made you what made you want to back up autism mm -hmm. and 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 go hard like you do? You know, um, my mother is a behavior analyst for um, kids with autism. Mm -hmm. So that I'd say that is one of the big influences I've had with it, mm -hmm. and um, just the way I see entertainment and media kind of display autism. Um, and uh, I have uh, some family members who have autism and have disabilities as well. So um, to go in more on how media and entertainment portrays autism, I see a lot of shows where they have um, the super awkward, smart doctor who has, who has autism. Mm -hmm. And you see a lot of shows kind of um, showing how that is what autism looks like right but for a lot of families it's it's not that it's they, not like they that show at all. the uh the like the not mm -hmm. so disabled part exactly. of it right because you don't have to be completely disabled to be autistic right no definitely and 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 that's what media and mm -hmm. tv throws out there like mm -hmm. All of this is autism, but mm -hmm. it's really not like that. No, definitely. Like you, you see a lot of in shows. You have the high functioning um, guy or kid with autism, right? Um, but sometimes it's there's the kid when he gets really upset, he starts hurting himself or or others, and mm -hmm. there's just a lot of different um, things that come with it. That's why there's severities of it. Yeah. So it's not all the same thing. There's there's severities. So that's another thing I kind of want to 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 show. Too. Nah, that's badass dude i i i commend you dude and i respect you. you bro and i think i think what you're doing is is dope i think what you're doing is amazing and um you know just putting out there on the map mm -hmm. and and telling everybody like hey you know i i i root for for the puzzle mm -hmm. you know the 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 power of the puzzle bro is mm -hmm. is, is is a is a powerful thing and you know um I commend you for that shit, dude. Oh, for real. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. You know, and and I wish you nothing but the best, and I Thank wish you. you all the success in the world. You know what I mean? Um, it's just, I think it's dope, dude. And, and respects my hat to it, you, man. brother. Thank you. You know what I mean? So so keep doing what you do. Thank you. That shit's hard. Yeah, you know definitely. what I mean? So 
what's what's next for you in boxing? Man, I'm gonna just uh, keep getting these fights in, keep getting these wins, keep getting these knockouts, and just make a name for myself. And two years, get a world title. Two years? Mm-hmm. Okay, that'd be dope. That'd be. It's gonna happen. You um. You fight. What's your weight? I fight at 130 pounds. Your last fight, you fought at 135, though, right? I did fight at 135. My last fight. So why are you coming back down? I'm going back down because my last fight, um, I had recently been recovering from COVID. And uh, I'd lie to you if I didn't say I put on a little bit of quarantine weight. I put on a lot of that shit on <laughs> <my> trip. <laughs> so I, uh, I just, uh, when I healed up, I had a lot of weight to lose. It was a fight in TJ, and I told myself, you know what? I'm just going to go to 135, mm. not make it a habit. And um, this next one, I'm going to go to 130. So, Dude, I, you look lean, like super lean. <laughs> like lean. I was like, God damn, this motherfucker got one ounce of fat <laughs> I'm not checking you out, dog. So don't don't get weirded hey, out. Hey man, I'm no, good. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I I consider myself a fat lead, dog. So I'm good. You know what I mean? Not all athletes look the same. I'm not your I'm not your average athlete, goddammit. <laughs> so um, where do you see yourself in ten years, bro? I see myself being a undisputed world champ and a world champion in multiple weight divisions. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fucking dope. And, owning uh, it, owning it now. It's going to happen. You guys heard that here first. It's going to happen. You heard it here first. And we're going to keep coming back <laughs> after every win, after every belt. Definitely. We're going to be right here because we're his new favorite number one podcast. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so um, how is it, bro, working with how, – how is it working with Cam? Oh, it's great, man. She's she a, yells a lot, huh? Yells a lot. She yeah, yells a lot. She yells a lot. She's, she's not here. Okay. We got to make sure. She yells a lot. We got to make sure she didn't hear us. You know uh, <laughs> I said it like three times already, but she made me throw up. Did she when yeah, she did the workout? Fuck yeah. She bro. never got me to that point. No? No, they well, got it. because you're in shape, fool. The, that's the, why. The, work, the workouts are not hard enough, Kim. I mean, Damn, you, pick you it heard up. that? <laughs> not hard enough. That's but gonna, she's going to kick my ass. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, uh, nah, bro. I was right here. I think I was hitting this bag. Oh, okay. And I had to fucking run out that door. Because. <laughs> I was, dude, is that tree that's right there? Yeah. Yeah. That was the spot, huh? That was the spot. Man. Yeah, she's a, she's a great energy to have around. You know, she's she's loud, um, very energetic. It's just a good, positive vibe. She commands the room, bro. She definitely does. Yeah. She she makes her presence known. Yeah, I mean, she ain't, she ain't nobody to fuck with either. Definitely not. She's got them hands. Yes, sir. Is there anything, you know what, what do you do on your, on your, on your days off? What do you do? What do you, what do you like to do for fun? Man, uh, I really enjoy spending time with my family, man. You know, um, I'm not really one to go out and, you know, turn up and do anything crazy. You, you like know. to lay in the cut? I just like to lay in the cut, just stay stay disciplined, spend time with my family. And uh, honestly, man, it's just my my whole life right now is just boxing. Yeah. That's it. I, I you, have, you look focused, dude. You look I focused. I appreciate that, man. You Thank know, you. You look yeah, focused. Definitely. You know what I mean? You, it looks like you're on a mission. 100%, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I think that what you're doing is dope. Appreciate it, man. And the high level of respect for for your fight for autism, bro, mm-hmm. I think I respect that. Thank you, man. Thank you. You know what I mean? Um, have you ever thought about, like, joining or, or, or going to sponsor, like, uh, like, a Special Olympics or stuff like that? Uh, you know, I never actually thought about doing that, but that's something I would definitely look into. That'd be um, dope, bro. My my goal one day is to to start a a nonprofit. Um, 
towards uh, autism and disabilities. So I want to go down that route one day. That's a dude. So. If whatever you need from us, bro, I appreciate that. Let man. us know. Thank you. Yeah, you know, thank you. Um, I'm down with that. Mm. So whatever we can do to support, Definitely. you know, I just want you to know that we here at the Boxing Club Podcast, we got your back. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Is there anything that you want people to know about you? What's next? Man, just just stay on the lookout. I promise you guys, I'm going to be a world champion, undisputed, multiple weight classes. It's going to happen. And that's all I have to say, man. Check out this man's worth work ethic. You know what I mean? If you don't follow him, where can they find you at, bro? You guys can follow me at uh, The Butcher Beltran. The Butcher Beltran on IG. Yes, sir. Hell yeah, bro. Well, big dog, um, it's very nice to meet you. Likewise. Uh, I hope this is the first of many. Definitely, man. Definitely. You know what I mean? Uh, I want to talk to you when you come back from Dubai. Oh, for sure. I'm trying to get you to fucking put me in your luggage, dog, and take me <laughs> with you. But, um, we could do one right after the fight. Right after I break his ribs. We can there do you the go. podcast right away. So, uh, what do you call your fight? You call your fight? You're calling it? Yeah, second round knockout. Second? Yep, second round. You heard it. Second round knockout. Second round. So let's get it. Bro, thank you. Thank you for uh, giving us your time. I know it's late. I got here a little late. My no bad. No worries, man. No worries. But, um, you know, we we thank you. And uh, we're looking forward to getting to know you a lot more. Um, so everybody tune in to The Butcher Beltran on Instagram. And uh, catch his episode on the boxing club podcast uh check us out on spotify check us out on apple and your youtube channel make sure you like and subscribe and share anything else before we leave that's it man i appreciate you having me on thank here, you bro man. thank, thank you. you man um first of many oh definitely most definitely boxing club podcast we out